Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMO Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses, I've raised millions of pounds of investment, and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks, and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice, and everything else you need to know to start, scale, and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. A lot of my friends outside of my property sphere don't understand why I spend so much time talking about property on social media. But of course, it's been a hugely important part of being able to build my businesses in the way that I have. Now, if you're a property investor and you want to build your property business bigger, better, faster, then social media could definitely help you do that. Perhaps you're already dabbling, but perhaps you're not getting the results that you want. Perhaps you're sitting on the sidelines and wondering what all the fuss is about and why or whether or not it's even worth your time. Well, today I want to talk to you about how to grow your property business faster if you do use social media. I want to talk to you about the things that you can actually be doing and most importantly, how to do it. So if this sounds good to you, if you want to build your property business faster and can see that social media might be able to help you, then today's episode is definitely one to stick around for. Please sit back, relax and enjoy today's episode of the HMO podcast. guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO Roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO Roadmap really is your one-stop shop. Inside the Roadmap, you'll find a full 60-lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. All right, welcome back. So today I want to talk to you about how to grow your property business faster using social media. Now for me, social media and all of the time and effort and energy that I've invested into it has been hugely valuable. And there were definitely times, certainly when I was just getting started, that I really wasn't sure whether or not it was worth it. But I can assure you, I can guarantee you that this has been a key part of being able to achieve what I have in business and in property for so many reasons, which I want to talk to you about in today's episode. But more importantly, what I want to do is point out what you can be doing with social media and how to do it so that you can get better results. Now, before we dive into today's episode, a quick caveat, I'm not a social media guru. No, I'm not an expert when it comes to social media. I think I've done all right with social media, particularly as a property guy. I've got 10, 11,000 followers on Instagram. I've not quite sure how many followers I've got on Facebook, but I'm really, really active. And I think I'm pretty well known in my industry on Facebook. Of course, I run the HMO community, our own community group, and that's a great resource. And we've got well over 6,000 members in there, but they are my main two stomping grounds. I do a little bit on LinkedIn and I've dabbled with other channels, but 
I predominantly focus my efforts on there. So while I think I'm going to be able to share some really great advice with you today, it's definitely not all of it. There's so much more that you can do. And there are many more really great examples of how to use social media effectively out there in our industry. Now, that's not to say, and this is important to take away, that they are the best people to listen to when it comes to property. And you need to be really, really, really eyes wide open when it comes to this stuff. I would hope that certainly with my stuff, it's experience-led. I talk about and I show what I'm actually doing. The trouble with social media is it's not always easy to decipher whether what people are talking about is actually what they're doing. Are they just regurgitating information? Are they just saying things that sound good? Do they have a hidden agenda? So that's on you. You've got to figure that bit out. And that isn't what today's episode is about. But there are a lot of people out there using social media, using Instagram, using Facebook, using other channels and doing really great things with it and finding great ways to grow their property business from. And that's what today's episode is about. It's about helping you understand what you can be doing, how to better use your efforts and time and resources that you invest into social media to get better results in your property business. So let's get started. Why? Should we even bother with social media in the first place? What is it about social media that can be useful, valuable? Well, I'm going to tell you, and this is from my first-hand experience, there are five or six different things that I think you can really get from social media if you use it in the right way. The first thing, and I suppose I'm starting from the bottom up here, is that it's a great way to expand your peer network and find inspiration, to find motivation, to find encouragement. And you know what? When you're starting a property business, in fact, when you starting any business, you're going to struggle to find that from your friends, from your family network, unless they're into the same sorts of things, which let's face it, most of our family and friends tend not to be, have very different careers. It can be quite a lonely place. And certainly from my personal experience, I found a huge amount of comfort in finding people in the social media community. And I did stuff offline as well, but certainly in the online community, it really helped. I was able to find that inspiration and that motivation and that encouragement. And that made me feel more comfortable about what I was doing. I wasn't a lunatic trying to build a property business out of pretty much thin air. Actually, there were other people out there doing it. And that helped hold me to account. It helped keep me on track. It helped with that persistence and consistency piece. Because when it comes to building a property business, it is tough. Things can get really difficult at times. It can be so painfully slow that at many times you'll want to just throw the towel in because it's not happening quick enough. And I get that and I've been there, but seeing other people succeed, I've taken a huge amount of enjoyment in that. And while I think I'm perhaps quite fortunate in some ways that when I see other people doing great things, I don't necessarily feel envious. I actually feel really inspired. If I see somebody doing a great project or something that I've not seen before, or they've done something in a different way, that really inspires me. And I'm interested and I want to know what they did. And is there something that I can learn from that? And could I change the way that we do something in my business? And I think that that is one of the best things about social media, particularly Instagram, particularly Facebook. You can find so many people who are doing the same thing or similar things to you in a non-competitive way. So not on your doorstep. You can reach out and follow people who are doing stuff in Bristol if you're in Manchester. You can follow people doing different types of things in different types of property businesses. But there's so many transferable skills and experiences that I just think it's a great place to find that inspiration, that motivation and that encouragement, which trust me, you are going to need. Perhaps less so at the very beginning, but as you start to make a bit of progress, in that sort of first year, that second year, that's when you're really going to rely on your network. And I found a huge benefit from it. The second thing, more specifically, is education. 
social media can be, and there is a full disclosure and sort of caveat to this, it can be, if you're looking in the right places, a great place to learn from. Now, in the same breath, it can also be a terrible place to learn from. You've got to be really, really, really careful about who you follow and what you listen to, and more importantly, what you actually do with that information. But if you pick the right people, and there are some people out there doing great things, sharing great experiences and doing it in the right way, you can learn so much. I'm pretty sure that if you had all the time in the world and you're really well organised, you could probably find the answers to more or less anything you wanted on social media. The trouble is you're listening to a lot of different opinions and somebody's opinion may not be necessarily right for you. So you have to understand that you've got to put your own spin on it. Yes, it's great to listen to that or take some uh, advice from somebody doing it that way, but you might need to do it a little bit differently. You might need to apply that in a slightly different way to your own business, to your own property business. And for me, that's really, really important. But that education, that ability to learn is out there. There's so much opportunity to learn from people out there. So for me, it's been a great place. Now, Instagram, I think, has become increasingly limited when it comes to education for me. It's more about memes, more about reels, more about that entertainment piece. Whereas I think Facebook, while some people think Facebook's a bit dry, I think has stayed pretty true, certainly in my communities like ours, pretty true to its core value, which is to be a place to have meaningful conversations, to actually exchange with people. And I find that there is so much to learn inside our community. I mean, every single day I see something in our community that I didn't know. Somebody has shared something, somebody has updated my insight into a particular subject, um, someone has done something in a different way, someone's done it and made it look differently, someone's challenged. I really, really enjoy that. And I think Facebook is fantastic for that, much more so than Instagram. So the learning piece, the education bit, I think you can find a huge amount of value on social media, particularly on Facebook. The third thing that you can get from social media is you can find Industry experts, you can actually identify industry experts like, for example, Ellie, our broker that we're partnered with, Ellie Broadhurst, who's an expert in obviously financing HMOs. Experts like Andrew and Mary, who are architects but specialise in HMOs because that's what they invest in themselves and that's the product they offer. They work with investors like us. And that's great because if you just go online and you Google someone, yes, you're probably going to find someone who can do the job, but are they the best person for the job? Well, if you spend some time online in the social media communities, you'll very quickly find that these people surface. They come up in conversations, people recommend them. You can then see examples of the work. You can reach out, you can follow them before you decide to work with them. When you're just searching on Google, you don't really have that benefit. You see someone, you might get some reviews on there, but that's pretty much it. When it comes to social media, it's really, really easy to find those industry experts and you can actually build your power team. And over the years, I have amassed an incredible power team. People from commercial solicitors to convincing solicitors to finance experts like Ellie, architects like Andrew and Mary, and all sorts of other experts, planning consultants, tax advisors, stamp duty consultants, all sorts of things. And I think it's a wonderful place to find those people. Again, got to be careful, make sure you're listening to the right people and you're following the right sorts of advice, but it's just much easier to hit the target if you're looking in the right place. The next reason I think is because you can build brand awareness on social media like no other place. It's really, really difficult as a business owner, certainly in the property space, to build a brand. I mean, what are the alternatives? You're not going to do it on TV, too expensive, probably not even going to reach the audience that you want. 
radio, newspaper, magazines, these fairly old school methods of marketing are pretty limited. But on social media, you can get straight to the people that you want, potential customers, people that you could find deals and do opportunities and take advantage of all sorts of things with. But it's a great way to show that brand off, to showcase your brand, to talk about your brand, to put your flag in the sand. And it's not just about your logo and your colour palette. It's about your tone of voice. It's about your values and your mission and what you're actually doing. That's what brand is. And social media is a great place to curate that. People can follow you and observe you and they can watch you evolve over time. And I found that that has been one of the greatest benefits of social media. People have seen my brand evolve and they become increasingly aware of it and what I'm doing and have similar values and shared those sorts of values. And that's helps further down the line when we've been talking about doing deals together or doing business together. And because they've been a part of that process and because they are familiar with that brand, that confidence is there, that friction that often exists between the business and the customer, it dissipates. So it's much easier if you've been spending time communicating your brand out to people in social media and certainly Instagram, I think, is great for doing this. One of the other fantastic benefits of social media is that you can use it to raise private finance. Now, you may not need private finance. You might have all the finance that you need. In most cases, that's going to be unlikely. Finance is almost always going to be the one reason that people end up getting a bit bogged down when it comes to property. It's really capital intensive. It can be really slow to refinance cash out of deals. And of course, raising private finance is one way to help speed things up, to do more deals, to do bigger deals, to do better deals. There are so many people watching you all the time. And I'm still amazed when people reach out to me and you just have no idea who's watching. Professional athletes, footballers, famous people, people who've sold their businesses, all sorts of people could be watching you. You just never know. And it's worth being aware of that. It's worth being mindful that somebody could be watching that one person who could be the answer to all of your prayers, who could fund your next deal. They could be watching. And as long as you keep posting, keep telling them, keep sharing the journey, keep promoting the brand, keep showing off what you're doing, it's going to be much easier to have that conversation and you're much more likely to have it. The final thing I think you can get from social media is that you'll find lots of opportunities to do deals, either to buy and to sell. And there could be other opportunities as well. So you might be in a particular industry or a particular field where partnering with someone on something or sort of collaborating on something or doing a JV deal. These are all the opportunities that can surface from social media. If you're not on social media, you're going to miss out. Somebody else is going to be there to take advantage of these opportunities. But if you're there, you could be that person taking advantage forging a new partnership, creating and building new avenues that could lead to a bigger and better business. Now, I'm sure you'll agree all of these things in their own right would be pretty great being able to expand your network to find more inspiration and motivation and encouragement when you need it most. Finding answers, finding good, valuable, experience-led education. Great. Building a power team, building brand awareness. Great. Raising private finance. Great. Finding opportunities to do deals and JV with people, all fantastic things. But here's where it gets really exciting for me. When you're posting, you're not getting just the benefit of one of these things. You're getting all of it at the same time. So every time you post, every time you share something, every time you go onto social media with intention, you are potentially getting all of these benefits at the very same time. And that for me is how you level your business up quickly and effectively. That for me is why social media has been so valuable in allowing me to build my property businesses. And it can do the same for you too. Now, We've talked about why social media can be so valuable, but 
perhaps more importantly, is how we actually use it to our advantage. What do we actually need to do to take advantage of all of these great things that it can do for us? Well, I've noted down six things that you can actually do to start implementing this today. The first thing you need to do is you need to have a strategy. You need to sit down, spend some time actually writing and documenting and planning your strategy. Don't just scroll on social media aimlessly. This is the mistake that most people make. I don't go on social media and scroll aimlessly. I go on social media and I'm very specific about what I look for and what I'm looking at, but I'm also really intentional about going on. I'm going on to share ideas, to share content, to post stories about certain things. And I have an agenda. (laughs) I'm doing that because I'm looking for investors. I'm doing that because I'm trying to promote the HMO roadmap or the podcast or whatever it is. And I don't feel guilty about that and neither should you. It's really important that we recognise and realise that if we're not intentional about this, if we don't have a strategy, we'll get left behind. Because the people who do, the people who are very good at it, the people who are doing this day in and day out and getting results, they will beat us to it every single time. We have to, like anything in business, have a really clear strategy and execute it effectively. The second thing you need to do is pick your platforms. One of the mistakes I see a lot of people making is that they sign up and get themselves on every single channel and then they try and post content on every single channel. And inevitably, it's just too much. There's too many conversations happening. There are too many notifications to manage and it's overwhelming. I, like I said at the beginning of today's episode, are predominantly, I'm predominantly active on Instagram and Facebook. I do a little bit on LinkedIn and I do a little bit on other channels, but they are really my stomping grounds. That's manageable for me. That's where I found over the years that I've had the best results. I'm sure that we could do more on TikTok, but actually the balance for me at the moment is just right. I don't have the capacity to be on TikTok doing the same things. And actually what I'm looking for, I find the results and the answers to that on the channels that I'm working on already. You need to be really, really, really honest with yourself about how much time you have to do this, where your skill set is, what you're more comfortable actually doing and sharing, because the channels are all different and you need to make sure that it's suited to you and whatever your objective is and whatever that strategy is. So pick your platform and be realistic about all of those things. The third thing you need to do is you then need to set some time aside and you need to hold yourself to account. I can't tell you how many times I've sat down with mentees and other people in our industry who understand what I'm talking to you about in today's episode, understand all of these great benefits that social media can have, but they go away and they struggle to succeed with it. And it is often because social media inevitably falls to the bottom of the list every single day, every single week, every single month and month and month and month. They don't get on, they don't post, they don't engage, they don't build that following. And Six months passes, 12 months passes, and they've lost all of that opportunity. It's really, really tough, but really, really important that you're setting time aside every day or every week, whatever it is, to get on the channels and do what you need to actually do. I plan a lot of my content in advance. A lot of the stuff that I write and share on Facebook is planned in advance, and I keep it in a folder. When I'm ready to post it, I go in and post it in my diary every single day. I have time carved out to make sure that I am spending time on social media, not just to post, but also to engage, to interact, to answer questions, to help other people. I go out of my way to do that. And if I could do it with all of the stuff that I've got to juggle, then you can definitely do it too. The fourth thing you need to do, and perhaps be on social media, is honest, and you need to be real. Please don't fall into the trap of thinking you need to pretend to be somebody else, that you need to pretend to be an expert to find investors or find opportunities. You really don't. 
It's so much more valuable. And this is what I think social media is great for. If you just be yourself, just do what you do. Just share what you are doing. This way you'll build a following who are genuinely interested in you for you and for what you're actually doing, not because they think you're something else. And trust me, when push comes to shove, when that investor wants to sign on the dotted line, they're going to be asking you to show them your track record, examples of deals. Well, if you haven't got it, but you've been talking like you have got it, that's going to be disappointing for everybody. Just be honest about who you are, where you're up to, and exactly what you're doing in the property space. Number five, the fifth thing that you need to bear in mind is that if you lurk for too long, and I see this often in social media channels, you won't get the full value from it. It's okay to observe and lurk for a little while. We call them lurkers. It's okay to do that. And some of us are naturally more proactive and happier to be a part of the conversation. But if we stay in the shadows for too long, we really will limit ourselves. People won't get to know us. We won't give them the opportunity to understand more about what we're doing and who we are. It's really important. And if this means stepping out of your comfort zone, to do just that and to take the conversation to other people. And finally, the sixth thing that I think is really important to make sure you're doing is don't forget to ask. When you've been posting and sharing and showing people what you're doing, we can often forget to actually ask for a little bit of what we need. Sometimes that might be support or help or guidance. Sometimes that might be money, finance for the next deal. For me, for example, that might be to ask you guys to go and review the podcast because it really helps us reach a bigger and better audience. It helps us bring more people onto the show. Whatever it is, don't forget to ask. And I think a good ratio, certainly a ratio that I found works really well, is for every nine posts that you share that offer value or some sort of entertaining value, make sure you post one thing that will hopefully transpire in you getting a little bit of what you need. If you don't, somebody else will and our followers will go there instead. So make sure you don't do that. Make sure you do ask your followers for whatever it is that you ultimately need. So there we go, guys. Six things that I think you need to be doing to actually execute on a good and effective social media strategy. But if you do do all of this, you will unquestionably be able to build a better property business, a bigger property business, and you'll be able to do it all much more quickly. That's it for today's episode. I hope you found that useful. Please, please, please don't think that this is going to happen overnight because the truth is it just isn't. It takes time to nurture a social media audience. It takes time to build an authentic and organic following. And that's the type that you want. Please do not go and buy followers. It'll damage your account. It'll damage your credibility. I've seen this done so many times. And while it's completely obvious when people have done this, it almost sticks to them for years and years and years and years. They struggle to get lift off on the social media channels. They get penalized for it. A lot of people see through it. With social media, if you do it well, if you do it the right way, if you do it naturally, you will start to generate momentum. That is a great place to be. At some point, it'll become organic growth. And that's a wonderful place to be because that then is part of your business process. That is a thing that you can systemize. You can automate it. You can put certain things in. You can bring in a team to help you create content and share content. You can do all sorts of wonderful things and that will only help you get closer to wherever it is that you want to be. So I hope today's episode has inspired you to do more on social media and to go and get more from social media. Now, don't forget that if you want to come and have a chat about this, you want to ask more questions about this and find out more about how I do it or how our community do it, come and check out the HMO community on Facebook. That is, of course, our free group. I mentioned it earlier. We are over 6,000 strong now. It's an amazing, 
an incredibly valuable place to be if you are investing or interested in investing in HMOs. You will find answers to everything you could possibly need in there. You'll find all of that support, guidance, accountability, inspiration, motivation, encouragement, enthusiasm in there. It's a really safe environment where it's okay to ask questions that you might think are daft, but really aren't. And we're, as a community, great at helping people through those early stages of building that property business. Of course, if you're already growing your property business and if you're feeling a bit more confident about things, but you just need to take things to that next level, then make sure you come and check out the HMO Roadmap. That's where you'll find all of my courses, all my lessons, my downloadable videos. You'll find our expert masterclasses from industry specialists. You'll find the deal stacker to actually plug your deals into, giving you confidence in the numbers. You'll find all of my downloadable resources, my templates, cheat sheets, swipe files, my Excel templates that you can actually use in your business today and you'll find a whole lot more. And guys, before you go, I said that occasionally you've got to ask, and I know I do ask you on every single podcast episode. So maybe I'm a little bit off on my ratios when it comes to the podcast, but hey, it's not technically social media, is it? But if you could spare just 30 seconds to leave a quick review of the show, I'd really, really appreciate it. Some of you guys have reviewed us recently and it really does help. It helps us reach that bigger audience. It helps us continue to bring great guests onto the show. And it gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. So if you've got 30 seconds, you can leave a quick review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling particularly generous, then you can write something nice about the show as well, if you enjoy it. And of course, if you find it valuable. But that's it for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget that I'll be right back here in the very same place next week. So please join me then for another installment of the HMO Podcast. Podcast.